Wong Vibes, your literally small talks with Tiffany Wong and Henry Chung. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even our new YouTube channel at Chuang Vibes. Wow! I am super grateful for everyone who went on my YouTube, and um, there were a lot more views than last semester, yeah, the last like, season. Like, like the first day, there were 100 views just in total of everything. Yeah, I was very surprised. Uh, you know, not to say when I showed my face, there were more views, but probably I'm... because of my face, you know, yeah. and Can't... because of my mom's promotion. <laughs> Your mom promoted us. Yes. Whoa. That's so kind of her. Yeah. Uh, okay then. Wow, I didn't know your mom promoted it. Well, your mom must really like me. Anyways, once again, you guys can catch us on our new YouTube channel, also Instagram at Chuang Vibes, and our personals at Henry Chung three one four and at Tiff underscore Beck mm -hmm. Beck as in Beck Hyun. <laughs> Today, we have a very very special guest. I am super excited. Very oh. special. I dressed up hard. <laughs> I know. We walked in. I've never seen anything quite like it. Yeah, he's never seen me out of my pajamas. That so. is unfortunately true. And her name is Sarah Sakura. Yay! Yay! <laughs> nice to meet you, Sarah. Just kidding. We've known each other for a little, a little couple minutes now. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've uh, met her before too. Mm -hmm. At Lanning Hall. Yeah, Lanning yeah. Hall. Yeah, she remembers, see? Yeah, uh, surprisingly. Setting is apparently outside there or something? Yeah. But I don't I remember any of oh, this. Oh, actually, maybe you were not. Maybe Cindy was there and you were there. But mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know. That may have been it because I. Actually, I don't feel bad. I'm just gonna be honest. Uh, but you know, every time we start our podcast, we go around and we talk about how our weeks were. Mm -hmm. uh, fortunately, Tiff and I, uh, we really don't care about each other's weeks anymore. So, uh, Sarah, how was your week? Um, it's been great. It's been fun and exciting. I think. Fun yeah. and exciting. Wow. This is more than I can say about my entire. Did life. you leave your room except today? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, I've seen the active person here. Yeah, I know. I actually went to classes in person this week, so wow. that that made me happy. Yeah. What a diligent student. So what a, what did you do? Anyways, what did you do this week? <laughs> what were the classes you were going to go in person? Okay, Monday I was planning on going mm -hmm. to two of my classes, my law class and my accounting class. Mm -hmm. It's not my snow fault. Day. <laughs> Jesus decided to smite us down with more snow than I can count. Like, yeah. it wasn't okay. it was unfair. Yeah. Uh, it really wasn't bad. But they did cancel classes, and then I kind of forgot today. Anyways, forgot. Okay. parents, don't don't worry. I am studying. <laughs> I will be going to my in-person class tomorrow, actually. So don't worry, mom. Okay. Good luck to that. Said that. No, Good luck with that. Way. But um, I don't know why I'm super tired today. I had three naps. Um, you know, between Whoa. every class. Uh, the, <laughs> short, the shortest one is like 15 minutes, but I had a, even a really good nap there. I even had a dream. I can't remember. But, um, <laughs> was it about a boy? Um, and then I had um, two other naps in the afternoon. I don't know why I'm so tired today. You shouldn't be anymore. I mean, you've <laughs> taken three naps, right? I think I'm um, doing that to energize myself for this podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, enough about our weeks. Yeah. So once again, they don't care. Sarah, for any of the listeners, most listeners who do not know you, mm -hmm. you give like your one minute elevator pitch about who you are, and what you are, and what you stand for, and where you stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. <laughs> um, so I'm from jo Tokyo. Georgia <laughs> or Tokyo? <laughs> I was gonna say Tokyo because Japan, Japan, Tokyo. Japan I don't want. Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm from Tokyo. Spent almost. Half of my life there, 
But I left my parents when I was 15 because I wanted to go to a ballet school in Canada. Same. I mean, not to the ballet Same. school. Part. <laughs> you can't dance for anything. <laughs> my timing was off, but uh, yeah, I left on my 15th. Mm, yeah, so I went there and it was really fun. Like, I had the classes in the morning academic non stop and lunch break and dance all afternoon every day but i had injuries and like like with some other stuff like i decided to go to college and right, sorry guys for that you know very slight inconvenience in the video slash audio you can all blame and, and direct your anger straight at yours truly <laughs> really appreciate it that's that's not how we discuss this anyways uh i think we're in the midst of your self-introduction and praising how good mm -hmm. it was you know i think tiff said something that she a very similar situation when she was 15. Mm -hmm. But we'll get more into that in a few minutes. For now, we're gonna start with a little bit of an icebreaker. Right, a little two truths, one lie. Uh, I'll go first, followed by Sarah. And lastly, we'll go with Tiff, okay? Because we're gonna save the worst for last, let's be honest. So generally, when we do these things, again, two statements will be true, one will be a lie, right? And best of luck. Are we ready? Also, I'm gonna time it really so you have like 10 seconds. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> you basically have 10 seconds or the world ends. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna say my three statements. Are we ready? Number one, when I was in high school, I punched a guy in the nose when he picked on one of my friends. Okay. Number two, my old Instagram account name was Yolo. Okay. Number three, <laughs> I tried out and got on the junior varsity football team for my high school. All right, you have 15 seconds to decide. Ready to begin. Can I start? Yeah. Okay, first thing, I have acted on the TV before. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here's what we're gonna do. Answer my first, and then after oh. 15 seconds, we'll do yours. All right, all right, yeah. all right. So Sorry, anyways, my bad. We, we, you get a new fresh 15 seconds, don't worry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so just figure out which one was a lot. Alright, you're staring at each other's souls. Probably not true. the Instagram one though. That sounds something he would do. I'll give you guys 30 seconds. So the either the third one or the first one? I, I go with the first one. The first oh, one? The what punching. was the third one? It was the I tried out for the junior varsity football team and made it my high school. Alright, that's the end of your 30 I seconds. Three. Okay. Sarah, what do you say? Three. What do you say? One. Why did you use right actually? Well, are you gonna? <laughs> One of you is right, and she's my better friend. Sarah, well done. That was a lie. <laughs> well, okay, now we're I going on someone, to. And I don't regret a single. No, I'm sorry. Once again, parents, I, I don't condone violence. Very improper. Is Sarah? Whenever you're ready. All right. So first thing, as I said, I have acted on the TV before. Mm -hmm. Second thing, I have sing in a TV commercial before. Oh my god, they're the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different acting and like singing, right? And the third thing is I have danced for almost 20 years. How old is she? She's nearly 21. <laughs> There's just almost, no way. I said almost. There's no way since the age of one she's been dancing. That'd be crazy. You what is she? You, you do the same bowl? You don't deny child prodigy. Well, listen, if you're on TV and you sing, you probably acted. Now, if you acted, it doesn't know, I don't know if you're singing. Right. Mm -hmm. But she wouldn't have thrown that in there. I think the second one is a false statement. 
you know, I was gonna actually kind of agree with you, but now that you said, I'm gonna go with the third statement. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So I say third, she says second. All right. Well, I'm very disappointed at you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never acted on TV before, uh, but I have actually sung in the TV commercials. Uh, <laughs> my life, my life sucks. Oh my god. Wow. Well done. Nice. <laughs> we both are just terrible. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for your two truths in life? You look like an, act an actress. Just saying. You look like a really a sing. Well, I was just thinking like she's like nine months old. She's like doing the boogie. She dancing like like this like, baby dance. Yeah, I know. Like how. I mean, I wasn't even walking when I was in your wife. Anyways, you know. I said almost. Well, I took it a little too literally, apparently. So, not my fault. My turn. Your fault. Mm -hmm. All right. Ready? Begin. Yeah. Um, first... Is this something to do with your necklace? No, I thought about my three things and then I forget the first one. Oh, well, um, first, uh, I don't like salary. Second... <laughs> okay. Second, um, my cat died. Third, I wanted to be an actress when I was young. Yeah. That's a hard one. My cat died. I don't like celery. What is it? What are these? Not the third one. I don't think no I don't think third one was a false one. Yeah, I agree actually with you. I think that's true. Right? I think it's true. I think I don't know if she ever had a cat. But from the but room, do she look does like have a lot cat stuff animals. You the the, the celery is a lie. You like celery. Yeah, yeah. I, I, All right, I that's think what we believe. True. <laughs> Sarah, let's go. Let's go. Nice. But um, you kind of want to talk about yours really quickly. Yeah, I mean, my cat did die, and I did have a cat. I even showed you her pictures. Okay, oh, well. but we got it right. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when um, when I was young, I would be at home by myself, acting <laughs> toward uh, my stuffed animals. That's very cute. Uh, yeah. The idea of a childhood dream is actually a topic we're going to be talking about today. Okay. Childhood dreams, are they attainable? Right. Am That's... I out of my childhood right now? Are you saying that? You are a complete adult. I don't want to hear anything. What? <laughs> <laughs> you are now almost a grandma, frankly. So. Today we're going to talk about childhood dreams, and um, we're going to talk about like what ours were, all these specific implications about them. But before we begin, I, I kind of led to it with my previous statement, but I'd like to begin with uh, asking you guys, what were your childhood dreams, or if you had any childhood dreams, right? Um, and then we'll kind of go further into that, because I'd like to talk about whether or not, you know, we hit the age where we kind of know, are we in our childhood, like are we going to actually achieve mm -hmm. our childhood dream? I know, we're gonna figure that out later today. Yeah. So, okay. who should we start with? Tiff, what was your childhood dream? Besides well, the acting. I had a lot of dreams. Okay, that's great. Also, I, I'm not out of my childhood yet. No, you definitely are. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I'm the youngest. And if I'm saying I'm no longer a child, then what are you? Well, I don't have older siblings, so I'm still the youngest. Oh, oh. <laughs> Okay. Well, I kind of wanted to be an idol like three years ago. Three years ago? That was pretty recent. Like a Korean idol? Like a K-pop idol? Yeah. Oh. So like, that was when I first um, got to know about K-pop and I was just so addicted. I did not know it. that. Yeah, it's um, my parents denied it. Oh, uh, I don't know my mother. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. 
Did you have any others when you were younger that you had a passion for? Um, I actually wanted to be a writer since I was in elementary school. Oh, that's really? so boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That's, that actually kind of works out. Yeah, for, I, I mean, that um, hasn't changed. So. That's really cute. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what about you, Sarah? Uh, I think you can tell, but I wanted to be a ballet dancer. What did I hear? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> both my bad. But yeah, since I was like three maybe, that was my only oh, dream. How, how, oh, how do you have a dream since you're When started? I was three, I couldn't put like sauce in my head. <laughs> yeah, I saw peanut butter and jelly. I was like, Ooh. Well, I just knew like I love dancing and then not only dancing, but I loved watching ballet. Mm -hmm. Like, I cry so much in the theater. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, as I you cry for a ballet? Yeah. Oh, wow. I like. I cry <laughs> when I get punched. <laughs> Is that the same? I like human decency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. You, you too. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I remember, because um, I have Sarah on my Instagram, and I remember seeing her pose every time. She would be doing all these like amazing dance poses at places. And, yeah. I, and I would just click like. Unlike the meaningless likes Harry gives to everybody, I only like a few posts. That's... What was that for? <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> just to attack on you. Okay, I appreciate it. Well, I'm gonna just say mine really quickly before we go on to the next topic. Uh, but when I was really young, I wanted to be an astronaut. But then I gave up on that in like 10 minutes. Why does yeah. every boy have a dream like Okay, that? don't you ever want to go to space? It's so cool. But my actual childhood dream was to either become a professional piano player or a professional trombone player. Uh, wow. Yeah, I Very had crazy. vivid dreams when I was younger about playing at large concert halls as a classical trombone player. Very weird. I should have been bullied when I was younger. I Frankly, I wasn't it's bullied enough. It's not weird, man. No, I definitely should have been bullied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should have been bullied for the trombone, but then I should have been really bullied like for not picking the jazz trombone. You know? Uh, I mean, people should have started swinging. What are you doing? Ah, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, that was my dream. And... Uh, Kind of ended as you can got kind of tell because none of you have ever heard me play trombone or piano. You might have succeeded with the trombone, you know. Oh, not because definitely succeeded with either. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the piano's too hard. Uh, next kind of segment I would like to transition into is we're, we all come from very different backgrounds, right? Mm -hmm. A Korean American, I don't know what she is, and obviously Japanese, right? <laughs> um, so I kind of want to talk about the perception of childhood dreams in our respective cultures. Right now, are they promoted? Are they possibly discouraged? Why are you so philosophical today? <laughs> I told you, I listened to a TED talk and it changed my life. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I, if, I, I don't know if you guys want to go. This is up for air for anyone to start the conversation. Honestly, I just want to put it first. I don't know if I can just say because of my cultural background, I think it was promoted because of the people around me and the parents. So like, I don't know if it's gonna be the same for like any other Japanese families, but I'd say it's very generous. Like people would want to pursue it if they wanted to, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Like I think it's like an Asian thing to like learn piano, do ballet, <laughs> learn violin, and like you learn know. Learn ballet. Oh, I did. I'm not Asian. <laughs> <laughs> well, just for girls especially. No, Some my sister boys did it too. too. You're right. So, considering that, I feel like that's promoting that as a career. I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's a very good point. Actually, sorry, really, really quickly. <laughs> if if you like those sort of things, it actually is really good for you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But. It, 
you know, for some people that maybe aren't into those sort of things, it can be really constricting, right? Like I have friends that hate the piano and hated everything about it. And then I have friends who really enjoy the piano. All right, I'm gonna throw you an alley-oop if you want to dunk it and finish off this part. Well, I kind of raised my hand because I hated the piano when I was young or uh, even before I came to the US. So, but um, after I came here, I don't have a mother. Um, you know how she disappeared? Let me finish the sentence. <laughs> I don't have a mother there yelling at me to practice the piano ah, anymore. Ah. Or like reminding me that you probably should go practice the piano like really kindly. But I'm, I, I'm not rebellious, but um, I feel like... Um, I didn't realize that I didn't like people telling me to go practice the piano. So when, uh, once I'm here by myself, I actually go practice more. Oh, um, that's that's really interesting. Yeah. So you kind of get, gain an appreciation for things when you realize, you know, without the pressures of people telling me what to do, I kind of yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. Like, I used to learn piano too, like for six years, I think. And I still play piano and I love it, so. I know what you mean. Right, well, when I was playing piano, I really hated it. So why, what, what's your dream? Why is your dream? Well, for one, it, I didn't, it wasn't the piano. I liked the, the music more than Oh, anything. I thought you wanted the attention in the concert hall. That's no, when I had the dream, I didn't, there were no people, like it was more just like the, you made it, that realization. Like that was the dream. It wasn't more like, oh, I'm playing in front of people. It was more like, oh, I've made it to the ultimate thing. Like I'm the best. Mm -hmm. That it's a very like competitive dream in a sense for like a mm -hmm. 13 year old. Yeah. Um, but I really hated piano when I was younger because the teacher I had, great guy, amazing dude, but he was a jazz specialist. I really didn't want to play jazz. I hated jazz. Um, so I learned jazz for a couple, five, six years. Basically said, I don't want to play jazz anymore. I just want to play classical piano. He being the nice guy, you know, he said, sure, whatever, we learned classical, but it was never, he never really enjoyed it. So he kept pushing me to play jazz. So eventually after a couple four, I think it was four more years of classical, I went back to jazz. And at that point, you're just like, I really, I'm not getting as much enjoyment out of the thing that I usually enjoy, whether it be practicing, uh, because when you get good at something, you start getting really picky at yourself and you start realizing that you, like natural talent, you maybe don't have a lot of natural talent. Or maybe like for me, right? I had very large fingers, which is very good for a lot of people. But I heard from people like, I'm limited by my hands. Like I can't play all the octaves because I'm too. My hands are too small. I hear all these excuses start to pile up from people that got really good at it because at that point you start you know like noticing. Um, I'm but sure that's the opposite um, from you. You have big hands. So yeah, what yeah, are yeah. your excuses? No, my excuses is like time. Like I didn't have enough time uh, to invest. Right. If you want to get really good at piano, you have to practice six hours a day, you know, mm -hmm. and that's something that uh, I would do, but I wouldn't feel like I would get the pr progress that I was looking for. Right. You were like, oh, if I'm going to put in the work and this is a very like young idea, but not just the quality of the work isn't as important. Just I, oh, the quantity is there. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe not so much quality. Um, that makes your life kind of just go like, mm -hmm. I'm like, wrong. I think a lot of people give up their hobbies saying I'm not going to um, pursue this as a profession or get to the very top of this anyway. So why do I you yeah. know, waste time in this? And um, 
I kind of got out of LA with that excuse. <laughs> I was like, um, you know, I'm too tall. I dance awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, you are too tall. <laughs> and um, the the ballet uh, practice time had a conflict with my chorus um, rehearsal time. So I chose chorus because that would give me an entrance ticket to of the high school that's affiliated with the middle school but I ended up uh, coming to the US for high school so that was um, that did nothing yeah wow that was really beautiful uh, but really quickly because the topic was about the culture in relation mm -hmm. to the dream um, I know you said yours was pretty generous I feel like the, the American culture very similar a lot of it is supporting uh, the kid Oh, I think I played maybe 13 different sports when I was younger because the whole point was it's better to try it than not. Try Figure out what you like and what you dislike, mm -hmm. right? But eventually there comes a point where things start turning and it's like, okay, well, we've given you time to explore, make a choice, mm -hmm. which I feel like isn't helpful, right? Because, you know, it's, you're still young. It's still hard to make a choice. It's like when college says, choose your major. This is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. It can be very like, shocking for a lot of people they're like oh shoot i gotta well i don't know you know it's it's hard i like this thing i like this thing i like this thing i like this thing or maybe i just don't like anything right um i feel like that's a very Amer american perspective towards yeah. dreams i feel like um a lot of hobbies are promoted in china in younger kids like piano and ballet and if you say you want to be a ballerina for your for the rest of your life your parents are going to be like okay, you have uh, a long life to decide on that. I mean, like they're not gonna deny it in the first place. They're just gonna say you can try things and decide later. Mm -hmm. But um, in reality, I don't think your parents want you to make a job out of any of your hobbies. Like they don't want you to be a pianist. They don't yes. want you to be a ballerina. They don't want you to be a painter. Like they, they send you to all these classes for extracurricular um passions but like the and they want you to succeed in it so much that they give you a lot of pressure but they never want you to actually um pursue a career in it it's a very interesting point i think a lot of these hobbies don't have a financial incentive you know you gotta be <laughs> yeah. like the best of the best of the best to make a lot of money mm -hmm. for example I, I i don't know for dancing um maybe you can kind of enlighten us what sort of like like i don't even know how they would rank your next page, like how much are you getting paid, you know? I honestly don't know how much exactly because it really depends on companies. Mm -hmm. And if the company is national, say like it's not very common in the US or in Canada, but say in Europe, like Paris Opera National or like Royal okay. Opera House, and they're like national one. So I'm sure they are paid more than other companies, mm -hmm. but most of the companies are not paying that much to dancers and what Japanese dancers did was to have a part-time job after dancing in a company yeah which is ridiculous and I hated it um so I know what it's like to be a dancer and I know how painful it could be so my dream was to not to be a dancer but to be the top dancer right mm -hmm. but because it would be nice to have a pension on the stage and you get to dance a lot right so that that was like where i wanted to be mm -hmm. but yeah and but i agree with what you said i feel like it really depends on 
again, communities and like pair, how parents view the world. And luckily, my parents, my mom is a composer and my dad is a graphic designer. Wow. And all my, all my family wow. members are like photographers or like painters or like um, art management people. So they're all very artsy, right? Mm -hmm. So none of them discouraged me from doing ballet or like if, if I say like, oh, I really want to go to ballet school, they were like, maybe give a try. Like it, it like it's good for you, I think. And so I had a very supportive family, mm -hmm. which was nice. And that's why like many of my friends are also like that. But yeah. I have a question about your non-dancer Japanese friends. Do you feel like they also whether their family was all, I don't know, like, mm. uh, architects. Um, actually, I, I guess I can kind of lead the question towards you. Let's say you would like to be something that's nothing to do with art, right? How do you think your parents would have reacted the same way, differently? Well, my parents would be very supportive either way. Um, especially my dad didn't go to college, really. He only went to a design, design school, and my mom did go to, like, art university which was pretty famous in japan but she did become a composer she had nothing to do with the study right mm. so yeah when i said i want to learn business in like the us they were like wow so you're really going to college and they were proud of me too mm. so i'm glad and i know my dad and my mom are excited that's like, great when they hear this i'm <laughs> sure you're going to share it to them because they definitely know english they'll be so happy mm. that you said that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but I I was kind of pointing towards uh, beforehand, before I let change my question. Uh, for any of your Japanese friends, once again, do you notice some like similarities between your family and other families, or do you feel like it's different? Because maybe your family is just goaded, who knows? <laughs> um, interestingly, many of my friends also have parents who work in arts industry, and that's why like we are close as a family. Mm -hmm. But for those who are not like that at all, um, I enjoy talking to them a lot in a way that they have completely different perspective. Yeah. And in terms of career or like how they want to live or like what they value in their life, that's very different. So, yeah. It's do you very think that? Do you think that um, played in your deciding to come to the US to study business? Nope. Okay. <laughs> great, great segment. Well, Beautiful I, dog. No, no, I was just wondering <laughs> like, yeah. whether that was an influence. Yeah, that was really good. That so was really interesting. Actually. What did your parents think about your not dancing um, like in college? Um, my mom is sad. <laughs> she always told me that like I'm the best dancer whatever because parents, right? And really? she's like... <laughs> so she really... But she also knows that I still want to dance. Mm -hmm. So she's like, you know, like, I know you can't be a ballerina anymore, but I know there are many different ways you can be a dancer if you really, really wanted to. Absolutely. So she's encouraging me to continue dancing mm -hmm. if I really wanted to. On the other hand, my dad wants, to, wants me to have a secure job mm -hmm. rather than a dancer or any arts related job. Kind of like what you were saying. Yeah. So um, he, although he's a graphic designer, he also knows how difficult those jobs can be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he knows with what I have and where I am right now, I know he, he knows I can go further from where they were. Mm -hmm. So in that way, my dad wants me to work somewhere different 
at the same time he also knows that like I'm not that interested in like business business or like office work I guess yeah. so he also was like in college too. Yeah. so why did you choose this instead of you know studying maybe like um, art management so the reason is art management is very peculiar right like it's very I don't know how to name it. Just it's, just, it's just, just unique. Just call them, just call them losers. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's interesting, I but I just feel like that's not something I want to learn in college. Because I, so as I said, because I wanted to be a ballet dancer and I, that was my only dream. And I pursued that till high school, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't see any other opportunities around me. Mm -hmm. That was my only choice. So my goal in college is to not become a businesswoman, but to know, to explore many different things that interest me. And in a way, business is everywhere, right? Whether art management, that's kind of business related. And whether it's, I don't know, like financing Bali companies, I don't know, but anything, business can be everywhere. So that's why I decided you to learn business. You are just selling out Questrom right now for all of our listeners. <laughs> business wow. can be everywhere. Business can be everywhere. Oh, it is, is it true? true. I feel like it just—it's just something you, if you know business, it's very useful in your life. Hundred you know? percent. Especially, I can't like like you. I can't be a good writer at all. Oh, trust so, me, she's not. I I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> so I, I saw that. No, I, I saw that coming. I'm just kidding. I read some. I tried. <laughs> when I finish the whole thing, you will have to read the whole. I'm 40 not pages. reading your novel. Okay, I don't know. Will you? Crazy. It gets better. So uh, the next thing I kind of want to ask, right, was you kind of talked about how your transition from realizing maybe dance isn't for me into what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. There was a transition, but was there a specific moment when you realized, I think I need to retire my dream? No, I didn't say so. Um, it was more like, as I spent every day there, I started to think, well, even though I want to pursue this, I want to keep doing this. I don't know if that will lead me to have, like, to lead, that will lead me to be where I want to be. So you started to have doubts? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so my, another thing I had in my mind was, I really didn't like high school at first because that ballet school I went to was not that famous or it's not like people who are top would go to so I was like, you know, this school is lame <laughs> and Damn, she just, I really, for all of her past classmates, she really did hate you Damn That's not true, come on <laughs> Damn. But, but I was like, well, but at the same time, if I'm gonna complain this, like where I am right now, I'm gonna be top here Right? Like, if, if I can't be the top, I can't complain where I am. So, that was my, that became my goal. I was like, I'm gonna be the top dancer here. And I'm gonna prove myself that I can move somewhere else. But as I did that, and I think I succeeded in a way, I wouldn't say I was the top, top dancer. But I think I improved a lot. Mm -hmm. I did, I was already with most improved award, which is, which made me very confident because I wasn't, confident at all and so that was great mm. but um 
that yeah I don't know it just especially with the injuries I guess I was like maybe maybe not like not like <laughs> no like I love dancing and I love ballet but it just I can't earn a lot of money with this even though it's physically and mentally demanding yeah and I just couldn't see myself being where I want to be and so... so like I didn't listen to anyone else just like telling me I should continue or something so like even if you reached your goal you don't think um, you're satisfied with it no no I feel like when I reach the goal there's there's already another goal right ahead of me it's not a good thing though <laughs> it's a good thing I guess but like when deciding where you want to what, what you want to do in the in your life especially after graduating high school whether going to college or not that was a huge decision for me so I was like well I really need to think about this mm -hmm. and if I could if I want to be a top ballet dancer I wanted to go to Europe or somewhere that's very well known you know but that was not an option I could go to another postgraduate training and try to go to those companies mm -hmm. but that would take a lot of years right? it's like a climb at that point yeah it's yeah. just a nightmare like you don't know when exactly you can succeed and a ballet dancer's life is short mm -hmm. like at maybe by the age of 35 that's when you start thinking of retiring and i know great dancers continue dancing until like 45 years old but that's rare right mm -hmm. so like thinking about the like whole like time span i was like you know maybe it's sad it's really sad and i i struggle with it a lot mm -hmm. but it's time for me to move on yeah i think there's a lot of pro like uh a good reference is the nba the mm -hmm. National Basketball Association. There's you see all those guys are super talented, like born with it. Mm -hmm. And then what they don't tell you is all the guys that are just on the cusp. And the unfortunate thing is they're going to be there forever, right? Um, no matter how hard they work, it's just the opportunities were already given to someone else. Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't even matter how good you are at that point. It's just like you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And at that point, you're not. You're kind of like fighting yourself. But you're also fighting just the, your environment, your situation, oh, yeah. everything around you, and you start to like question whether why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I mean, someone could be like the next Michael Jordan. We would never know, right? But um, it's just because of the opportunities in their the situation that they don't get the same things he did. Yeah, right? and yeah. like if you're really, really that good, someone would pick you up. You That's know? very true. Like someone would come to you and be like, "Hey, do you want to come to my company?" Or like, do you want to come to my team, mm -hmm. right? So if you don't have that, or if you're not ready for that opportunity, by the time, I think it's just done. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah, you're, <laughs> so scared. basically what Sarah has said is, you're doomed. <laughs> give up and quit while you're behind. No, no <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. And transfer to Questrom, because business is everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, let's go. Yeah, she's not wrong with business everywhere. It's a very, it's a very, uh, Mm -hmm. good way to say it because i think it's applicable for like, any industry you go into mm -hmm. right? so. and don't get me wrong like i'm not saying you should give up your dream I'll or give anything it up right now <laughs> i'm just saying with my situation and with my goal i just didn't think i can just continue doing it mm -hmm. but it's just depending on where you want to be and where exactly you are at the moment and sometimes you just 
under-evaluate yourself too much. It's very easy to under-evaluate yeah. yourself. It is dangerous. Yeah, like people see good side of you that you don't see, right? Mm-hmm. That always happens. And you just need to like put that in your mind. But sometimes that still doesn't convince you, right? Yeah. So you just need to like keep trying and see how you can improve or like how you can move on. And you're probably gonna set a bit like deadline maybe and be like maybe it's just time to I think both on, but... having both is a good idea. Yeah. Like having that like I'm never good enough. Okay, maybe not like I'm so bad that if I don't get better by tomorrow, I'm ending it all. Like that's a little <laughs> a little you know on the mush side. But having the idea of I need to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to improve. But also being like, but I'm 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 right here. And I was down here a couple days ago, and so I've actually improved. Right? Mm-hmm. That it's having both that kind of makes you both appreciate and then realize how much more you have to work, mm-hmm. right? But I think it's so hard to ask anyone to do that. Yeah. Especially, I think most people go with they, as you said, undervalue themselves because it's so easy to be critical on yourself when you know everything about yourself, right? I mean, generally, you know your inner thoughts, and you know I could improve on this, I improve on this. It, for example. Uh, last semester, I took a video of Sarah dancing at uh, the gym, right? And I remember recording it being like... Oh, she was picking? Yes! So I remember <laughs> recording it being like, this is so this is so cool. Like, I have saved it everything. I remember her saying, oh my god, please delete it. I danced so poorly. I, can, I couldn't see the issues, right? That's obviously because I'm not a dancer. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's kind of like, oh, from my outside perspective, I didn't even notice you made anything, any mistakes. But when you looked at it again, you're like, oh, whoa, at, at 0.36 milliseconds, <laughs> my inner toe was pointed 0.2 <laughs> to the left. <laughs> I was like, that's a thing? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my my left side of my hair, it uncontrollably using gravity flipped up, and I just hate that. I was like, wow, she controls Wait, gravity. I want to so see cool. that video now. I, I'll, I'll show you later. Okay. But um, it's very applicable to what you said. So I'm very aware I tend to be like that. (laughs) I am aware and I need to find a way to like, after all, you're the one who's deciding your life. So like you need to believe in yourself and you need to try harder. But like you said, you need to have the both sides. And I think I need a little bit more like faith in myself. Mm -hmm. So um, after college, after graduation, do you think you will continue to do something with um, like dance yeah. yeah definitely do you have anything in mind like in the us or back to japan actually i do um so it's, it's gonna be a long story a little bit but after going back to japan last year because of covid um i figured i'm a city person mm-hmm. like i need to be in a city so <laughs> hey, <party. laughs> so i was like you know next stop no, and it doesn't matter what I'm gonna do, but I'm just gonna go to New York. I had a guess. Just that was to my see. Guess. Yay! <laughs> oh my God. Just to it. see and decide if I can fit there or not, and if I like you or not, and maybe after that I'll decide again. But what I wanna do in New York is to see New Yorkers and spend time there because I know their lifestyle, their values is very different, right? And I also wanna learn dance there a lot. I'm actually taking a lot of virtual classes right now and they are from like Broadway dance theater, dance center and all the steps which is also very famous for 
thrown away. And I'm really grateful that I, I can take those classes online, but it would be great if I could go to in-person classes and dance with dancers there, right? Mm. So I'll see. <laughs> so you were saying more like Broadway? I'm leaning toward it, but I don't think I can sing that much. So I'm not saying I want to be on Broadway. Wait, but... didn't you sing on a TV? Yeah, we're doing a TV show. I do, but like not to the point I can make it to the. You know who also way, sang right? on TV? Who? A lot of people, like Mariah yeah. Carey, oh. uh, Alicia Keys, Sarah Sakurai. Think about that. <laughs> You're in some pretty good competition. Old saying. Yay. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool that you thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that kind of takes like you know, step back and what do I like? Well, then I I, I want to go to the city, you know. And then you you're able to kind of piece it together from there, which I think is very admirable. Mm -hmm. But as it is as admirable, I did go. It is the end <laughs> of our podcast, unfortunately. See, I'm not the only one who can't speak. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Okay, continue. What could you not say before? <laughs> Respectable. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, guys. Thank you once again, Sarah, for taking the time out of your day to become a special, special guest. I think uh, our podcast said it was really insightful, actually. Yeah. Um, for any listeners out there. I learned a lot. It was really good. We did about your dreams and maybe, you know. No, it's just really nice to see another oh. person with like such ambition, you know? What what are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate this in the slightest. But um, once again, guys, you can check us out on at Chuang Vibes on youtube we also you know as always are on spotify and apple Podcasts as well as instagram at chong vibes you can check us out on our personals at henry chong 304 and at tefan short back back and sarah i'm going to give you the next 15 seconds to plug everything you could ever plug in your entire life if you're on instagram or your i don't know what else um you could follow me on instagram it's sarah.s3905 that's it that's it Damn. See how redundant we are. <laughs> yeah, and you can look up uh, Sarah Sakura in a couple of years. You'll see her on Broadway, singing mm -hmm. on TV once again. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah. expect to meet. And then we'll invite her back to our podcast. Uh, yeah, she'll have to pay to get on though, <laughs> because you know we're gonna be so famous. Oh and yeah. So popular. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, really appreciate it. I'm grateful for you to be here. Our I'm first really guest happy. of the season. Yes, very <laughs> successfully too, except for one little hiccup that. <laughs> Our co-host, unfortunately, had the filming. You are very bad. It's okay. Whatever. I don't. I don't care. Uh, but once again, guys, uh, look forward to this on Saturday. All Saturdays, mm -hmm. all the time at 12 p.m. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Take care. Bye.